Too Many Comics, episode 164. Brooks, a quick follow-up from our most recent discussion that I threw in here. We talked about the latest issue of Wicked Divine, which I I, I did read this week. I did follow through on that. Um, but we both have talked numerous times that we're kind of... We enjoy the book, ready for it to end. And yes. I caught this from uh, writer Karen Gillen, who writes the series. He talked about the image solicitations for December were out, and it includes the solicitation for the start of the final arc of the Wicked Divine. So it seems like there's six issues left. The beginning of the end, though? I want the end of the end. Be- Listen, it's in sight. But December? It's September now. Well, it's September now. They've got their, like, one-off thing coming out. I think next yes. week, and this yeah, is one of those tomorrow, books where, tomorrow. like, in between trades, they take a month or two off because they're, you know, you know, the same creators doing pretty much the whole thing. So either way, the end is in sight, is near. But, but I like to complain. Well, we That's can my thing. To do that. We can continue to do that until the last issue comes. Okay, fine. Can't wait till the end. Yeah. So also the last time that we spoke, uh, I think the day that we released the show, the Captain Marvel trailer came out. So this was after we had talked about seeing just the still image of her, thinking that a trailer would come out in like a month or so. And uh, boy, were we wrong. Yeah, it was great, though. Enjoyed it very much. It's um, looking good. Yeah, I think it looks awesome. The the only thing that's sort of awkward, and I guess this was more of a, like like the headlines have said, more of a teaser trailer than like a full movie trailer. Because one, you don't really capture like any plot whatsoever. We and, have to the spring. Yeah, but I mean, and it was just, and it was awkward that it was basically narrated by Nick Fury the entire time and you hear nothing from her. But also, did you see this whole thing where there's numerous memes and then uncorrected memes where people have been putting smiles on her face? Because she was so serious. <laughs> uh, did you see this? Yes. Uh, well, I mean, you know, that's fun. All right. Well, either we're, way. To- we're talking like late spring, so we have we have time. But it, I think that the fact that the initial you know stills of this were so uh, jaw dropping to the nerds, I think this one brought it back big time. I would agree. Can't wait to see it. Me too. So there was a Dark Phoenix saga trailer leak. Okay, so here's the deal. So I was reading CBR today uh, on my personal time, <laughs> mm-hmm. and and uh, this this came out that this, this that they have leaked this this trailer. Right, I'm so into this. I realize this is the, the final X Men trailer of the Fox years. I'm still into it. Um, and the site that posted this said we're not going to post it, but if you go to Reddit, I'm sure you'll find it. And I did find it, and it was the most bootlegged behind a chair version you ever saw in Russian. But I watched the whole thing. Looks good. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. I have not seen it, um, but I think I can wait for a real release. You're you're not gonna watch, you know it. I mean, I'll see the movie. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not gonna watch the uh, leaked. I, I can uh, hold back excitement for the real thing. Well, still, I but I I I, I watched the bootleg trailer today in Russian oh, on Reddit. Behind someone's chair in what must be Russia, Mother Russia. No, you're not, but still, (laughs) it's news. So tell me about this. All right. So I finally finished the Iron Fist season two. Did you did you wrap this up? Uh, no, not yet. Okay. Okay. Have you, have you started it? Uh, no. Okay. Well, that good busted on my part. So anyway, there is a scene where Danny Rand fights Typhoid Mary, who was heavily hyped. Uh, and, and by the way, Good job on this 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 uh, actress's part and the and the character's part, where they fight in quote unquote the subway. Okay, so mm-hmm. I hate to bust these like douche observations as someone that like lives up here and works up here. They fight in what is clearly not the subway, friend. Okay, they fight in what is called the path terminal, which is a New Jersey train found in New York, but it goes only to New Jersey. And uh, the the voiceover says they're going to Brooklyn. Lies. 
So I want you to know that's a lie. I, I, I know that like most of these things are lies, right? But I but I but I caught it so like like dude, I used to catch that train every day. That is not the subway. I'm just saying. Well, I mean, if you're gonna start nitpicking on these types of things, you're gonna have to stop seeing movies and watching TV shows altogether. Good call. Or just like stop. and all things filmed in the New York vicinity. Look, all I'm saying is, isn't that kind of douchely cool that I know that I, that's wrong? That I that that. That I I used to ride that train every day for a year, not the subway. Looks like one though. You can see you can see the confusion. Shut up, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. So we talked last time about the new. I threw this in the follow-up because we had talked about the new Joker origin movie that is coming out. Okay. And now we have talk of Suicide Squad director David Ayer somehow thinks there's only one regrettable tattoo on Jared Leto's Joker, that being the damaged one on his forehead. Yeah. Uh, I think to which most people would say that. All of the tattoos looked pretty stupid. That was the worst, though. <laughs> yeah. That was the, that was. I, I also I, I didn't like the hair. Yeah, that was, was too shockingly green. Can me. we? Are we gonna like not see this Joker anymore? I mean, that would be. Oh God! I mean, this story itself said. Thankfully, it appears that either Suicide Squad two is never going to happen, or that if it does, air will be far, far away from the proceedings. Uh, blah blah blah. So you know. I mean, look. All I can tell you is because uh, stuff is free these days. I did kickstart what not in the proper sense i i rewatched part of it was free the suicide squad and you're right this really? is terrible yeah it's just very, bad. very bad just, very bad just, just bad 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 yes one of the and, worst and and joker's appearance was so unnecessary and not well done <laughs> anything and, else and, 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 well i'm just being matter of fact here dude uh, listen i'll do to reno <laughs> <laughs> this wasn't great. <laughs> All right, let's talk some books. Okay. So we had a number one uh, this week of Return of Wolverine. This is number one of five, Charles Soule. And it was just uh, Wolverine is back. So this was, you explained it last week as to to uh, where Wolverine's been, you know, what sort of arc he got taken away from us, because uh, that type of stuff I'm not up on. So let me just uh, go through this book quickly for someone who has zero interest of the story, uh, has no clue where it was left off with Wolverine, and, and sort of what's happening here, and then you can maybe give some more some more detail. Um, I would say that just of knowing the character, um, knowing some history of Wolverine, I thought this book looked pretty cool. Um, I think the art's done well. I liked a lot of the fight scenes. Um, well, that's pretty much it. I mean, I have, I have no idea what the story is that's going on. And for someone who's, and it's probably not geared towards someone who's completely new. Like, I don't think you would just pick up this book and start reading. But like the, um, I even know how you pronounce it, Sotera. Like, I'm not quite sure who that is or why I should care or, um, you know, where this sits amongst all the other Marvel books that are happening and, and sort of what's going on. But I mean, I think it looked great. Um, like I said, fight scenes are cool. I imagine with Wolverine, there's going to be plenty more of those. Um, so appealing to look at uh, story wise for someone like myself, um, not too, uh, not too interesting. I mean, I'm not that much more of a fan than you are. I was also kind of like, what is going on? And there were some flashbacks and some yeah. flash sideways. And, and there's been uh, uh, news stories since this book dropped saying he's still dead. But I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah, perhaps wasn't made for us. I, listen, I was never a big Wolverine fan. To be to, to be perfectly honest with you, it, in, in the same vein as like Deadpool, when people are, are so popular in comics is when I'm like, not not to me. They're just just, just as, a, as a reaction. So I, I, I don't know what they're doing with this. And I, I can't imagine that this is worth five books. Um, yeah, well, I mean, apparently it's going to be. It seems like it could have been just like a long one shot. Um, yeah, I agree with you. Zip it up. But yeah, zip I don't it know. Out. It's got a lot of mixed reviews on comic book roundups or 
you got a 6.5 critic, a 6.9 user rating. That is low. Yeah, so I mean, there's a few, like right here's a handful that are eight and above, but then you get down to some that are like three and a half, Two. four, four, five. Newsarama gave it a five. Comicbook.com a six. Bleeding Cool a six. So the the bigger sites were not fans of it whatsoever. Uh, but then someone like Multiversity gave it an 8.5. So, you know, clearly it's for somebody out there. Um, just uh, not for me, and uh, it appears uh, not for no. most. Just uh, no. somebody, which is a I'm shame because say, I like the writer. Yeah, I'm gonna say zip it up and zip it out. All right, I agree. Zip it to do, Doug. Goodbye now. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, please pick this up. Okay. All right, for next week, we've got two books. First okay. uh, being Heroes in Crisis number one. This is out of DC Comics. This is There's a New Kind of Crisis Threatening the Heroes of the DC Universe, ripped from real world headlines by CIA operative turned comics writer Tom King. How does a superhero handle PTSD? Welcome to Sanctuary, an ultra secret hospital for superheroes who've been traumatized by crime fighting and cosmic combat. But something goes inexplicably wrong when. Many patients wind up dead with two well-known operators as the prime suspects, Harley Quinn and Booster Gold. It's up to the DC Trinity of Superman, Wonder Woman, and Batman to investigate, but can they get the job done in the face of overwhelming opposition? So an interesting like take it. of the story, um, you know, I, that I haven't seen touched on in a lot of the books that I've read. You know, clearly these superheroes would, you know, have to go through some stuff, all the things that they do and saving the world and whatnot, and, uh, you know, couldn't be done by a better writer. So I'm definitely interested. Okay, so then we go into Man Eaters number one, which I feel like we have to do because chelsea kane got robbed of her, <laughs> and she's been on full vision. blast even more she's yeah, like talk about how she's I, dead to marvel now and blah 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 i just but also like don't do that i feel like in it, it, we've discussed before like in our in our more stable jobs if if they would become less stable i would not take to my online presences to talk about it because that would endanger other future more stable job presences yes yeah. no nope. yeah let, i hope this book is good because she's not gonna be doing marvel any <laughs> okay so this is a little out there this is may eaters number one by chelsea kane a mutation in taxoplasmosis causes menstruating women to turn into ferocious killer wildcats easily provoked and extremely dangerous as panic spreads and paranoia takes root the fate of the world rides on the shoulders of one 12 year old girl part cat people part handmaid's tale Main eaters will have everyone talking from the creative team from the Eisner nominated series Mockingbird. And that's all I have to say. But that sounds good. It could be uncomfortable for men people. Uh, every man out there. I assume that she's going to <laughs> get into some Twitter spats uh, after this releases. Oh, uh, well. So just this, I, I take it then this is the entire team that did Mockingbird? Like it. So the way they worded it seems seems as such. I mean, like, listen, if not, should I say this? Should I? Should I be controversial? No, I don't care. Well, I'd be like, no, I can't say it. I can't. No, right. I'm too scared. I had to go through HR training today, so I'm so like... <laughs> That's so woke. I could. I can't take it. All right. Um, so elsewhere, elsewhere this week, I I did follow through on uh, what is now two weeks ago. Uh, catching up with Runaways thirteen, uh, continuation of at least the last time that we had left off was Alex coming back. So you know they get in to do some battle. Alex quickly takes team lead duties. Uh, you know fitting right in like he was back in the day. It uh, doesn't go over quite well after the fact. And then the Gibberum come back looking for the pride, um, the children of the pride. So it looks like now we finally got our big bads um, coming into the yeah. series. Uh, that, so that's exciting. Uh, also exciting that Alex is, is back still with them. Um, you know, are they at the very end? He's standing with them ready to, to do battle and fight. But, you know, how long is that going to last? Um, are they going to be able to trust him at all after previous but, stints? But where were you on when he ch- took over? 
it was just like, ew. Yeah, I mean that's his instinct to do that. But yeah, it's uh, yeah. But but I but I feel like I feel like we're with the rest of the team being like, first of all, you're an asshole. Yeah, guys. You you but you, you betrayed us. Where have you been? We've moved on. Have a seat. Also, his uh, new hair looks weird. New hair. Well, just the the style of this art. It looks okay. like he's well, got so- like an extreme old school Conan O'Brien going on. <laughs> <laughs> you know how he used to like yeah, flop yeah, the front. Sick. Yeah, yeah, it's like extreme tidal wave. Okay. Yeah. Um, previously mentioned, I did follow up on Wicked Divine Thirty Nine. Uh, yes, we did. Uh, this issue at least gave us some clue as to how this might all come to an end. Uh, the tricks that these the the earlier gods have played on one another. Um, what's her face thinking that it requires uh, a child to to sort of end the cycle when you know that was all built on a lie. So we at least get something setting up as to how it's going to all, um, I imagine, come crumbling down. Um, but yeah, it's uh, you know I'm ready to see that put in motion for sure. Okay. Um, as I was going through, so I bought Batman Damned number one before I realized there was a whole controversy around it. So it, as I've mentioned many times, you know, I log into Comixology on Wednesdays and peruse all the new issues. And, and that's when I'll pick up things like I've mentioned. You know, I'm not going to subscribe to it, but if I see it for sale as I go through, I, I might buy it on a whim. Um, this was, was one of those scenarios where I just didn't know this was coming out. Brian Azzarello, it's a new DC black label. So it's a, a new imprint from DC where it's like super adult themed, um, dark types of things that obviously are like on the top shelf for when a kid comes through and the controversy surrounding this one was that on one scene when batman comes into the cave uh his penis is out there as he is disrobing <laughs> um i did not read the book until comiXology had issued the update to um screen it so you know i had bought the book was unaware of what was going on read all about it by the time i got to it it was already gone um that that's it, was, it seems like unnecessary and weird and whatever that the book aside from that is like the art is it's totally unique in in terms of something that i've i've seen done it's it's super cool to look at extremely dark story it's it seems like it's going to be very good as as it continues on so it's a lot of constantines in this um the joker who once thought dead is obviously not dead Um, get out of here get out of here so yeah i mean I, i think this would be better as a i mean i've read a lot of old school batman books where i've i've picked up the collections and read them through um this seems like it would be something like that like how you pick up an arkham asylum or something like that and and just read it straight through i think i might do that with this when it's done i mean it it you know it's, it's a good writer uh, a different take on the story um could could end up being like a super scary thing like like arkham asylum was so um yeah check that out and uh but, not, but not for have, the dong you, you have nothing for a bad penis nothing i mean that's it it seemed like an unnecessary part of the scene i would say you're right yeah like i don't know what's i don't know what went into that decision how did it serve as the story no it, not at all <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um i did go through and read cemetery beach number one this was a new book from uh warren ellis and jason howard i don't even it it wasn't wasn't good uh, i don't even know how to how to describe it it's a a man escaping like a torture prison um pulls one of the inmates out to escape with him because he's in a place that he doesn't know and she's local and could help him get out and they start to break free um it, it could end up being something something great i mean warren ellis is, is obviously good he's got a lot of in-depth stories but this first issue was just um not very intriguing to me whatsoever so uh i'm sorry to say that um and i think this mr miracle happened since last week right mm, did it i can't remember 
I feel like I read it. You did not, though. Uh, well, I read it the day it came out, for sure. But it, regardless, if it was last week, whenever. Uh, Mr. Miracle number 11. So we are, uh, yeah, one issue away from being done. Um, lots of cool things happening. Can't remember if we talked about it or not. We may have, but um, I threw this little story in here, too, I think from Comic Book Resources about yeah, yeah. suddenly everything makes sense or does it. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that's that's fair to say. I have no clue how it's going to shake out, obviously, in this, this last I, issue. Neither do I. And I feel like this is going to be one of those books that, you know, you and I were, were, were slow to to warm to it because it, it was so – Mr. Miracles is kind of obscure it's, to me by, by far. And also yes. in DC, I have so little connection to really beyond like – Batman and Superman, but it has been so well crafted and all these like nuancey, like fam familiar elements have been so nicely done. And now it's like, shoot, they have one book left. How is this going to like make me sad? That's um, what I think. That's I what I think. I can't believe it's coming to an end. Me too. But I feel like it's, it's not going to end like, oh, that was a great happily ending. <laughs> oh my I God, please. Please let them live on and the, 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 the baby's just fine. That would be great. Yeah, I don't think so, but uh, I hope so. I hope for the best. Okay. Uh, lastly, the last thing I got to, and I think he did as well, was West Coast Avengers number two. Uh, I'm it. Kelly Thompson. Um, so here, here's what I say. So this... Obviously, still very similar to her Hawkeye book. Uh, a lot of fun. Doesn't take itself too seriously. I love. I love the art. Uh, I love the Hawkeyes interacting. I'm still a little unsure about some of the other characters that I don't have much. Uh, in you know, I don't have much history with. I'm not quite sure how they're going to fit in with with this this these two moving forward. Uh, I'm still I'm still on board though. Willing to give it a shot. Hoping they grow on me a little bit. But uh, you know, just still uh, a little not letting them into the friend group quite yet. Okay, so we are with. Both Hawkeyes in uh, California, yep. which was where we left them after her book. We've got uh, America Chavez. We've got Quentin Quire, Gwenpool, who, you know what? I'm warming to Gwenpool. Okay. I don't know why, but I am. And who else we got? We got the, uh, her uh, boyfriend. Kate boyfriend, I, who, I don't know who that is. Yeah. That's, that's a new one. Is that it? Yeah, I think so. But I'm enjoying it. And then, so they've encountered a character called Brodock, who is a spinoff of Modoc, who's just looking <laughs> so weird. He's just looking to Fabio just, looking, dude. Just looking for love. All, all the kissing. That, all the kissing. But I, you know, I, I I like it. I have not subscribed yet, but I'm considering it. Where are you on the subscription? Uh, same thing. Not subscribed. Uh, I saw issue two as I was going through and, and bought it without without even thinking. So uh, you know, I'm, I'm probably close to subscribing. We'll see. Bought without prejudice. I like mm, that. Yeah. All right, all right. So then I read Pearl number two. This is by Brian Michael Bendis out of DC. This involves a tattoo artist who has like gang ties and what have yous. Eh. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Sounds real appealing. Uh, I, you know, I, I want him to be successful over there, but like, I don't think he's found like the right book yet. I mean, and we've we've read multiple books by him. Yes, like Superman, uh, Pearl, Pearl, Scarlet, Cover, Scarlet. Yeah, haven't been uh, super. I need him to get something. God, like his, his Defenders book was so good. That last Defenders. Like, I don't uh, know if there's a group of characters like that that he could. That's not like, not like the an A list team, but I don't know. A whole lot about all of DC's cast, so I don't know if there's like a group that he could take on like that. But um, rather than just you know taking over a big title like Superman that I have zero interest in, right? So then I also read on your recommendation, and it was also free. Was uh, Batman White Knight number one? 
because uh, this was made free, I guess, last Saturday for Batman Day. Yep. Okay, so this is Sean Phillips? Sean, Sean Murphy. Murphy? Sean Murphy? Murphy. I'm just being an Irish racist. <laughs> but but anyway, so um, I this is where um, another alternate reality where Batman catches Joker and just beats the shit out of him. And it's all televised. Uh, he manages to give the Joker these drugs that makes him, quote-unquote, normal. And he decides to flip the script and sue Gotham and sue Batman for, you know, abuse, basically. Now, here's the problem I have with this book, is that I wanted to read the whole thing, and the trade is not available until, like, a couple months from now. Because I would have bought the whole thing. It, it's an eight- or 12-book run, I want to say. Um, are the single issues available? I'm, like, on they, sale they, at this point? They're not on sale, so I'm not going to do that. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for the collected edition. I'll, I'll buy that then. Understandable. For like $8 versus, like, you know, 17 because I'm destitute that's fine but uh, I, I, i'm glad you picked I, it up though that's cool i enjoyed it very much i would i would have read the whole thing through it were it like available that way do you so. see what i'm saying though i'm not gonna wax on like like last last time but there are so many yes it, it should be easy to do a batman movie or yeah, i agree with so, you like, there are so many good stories just just fucking do them people come on well first of all you can wax on and wax off for all <laughs> i care daniel son <sighs> sorry right. i'm sorry i, I you know what I gotta go. I'll mute myself for the rest of the show. <laughs> um, all right. So for uh, the, the weekly news here, um, so I guess Charles Soul is finishing up with Marvel, and uh, it's his Death of Daredevil arc that is gonna he's gonna end it up with. Uh, I noted this in here just simply because. You know, we met him. We've talked about him, um, and I'm I'm somewhat interested in this arc when it when it pops up, and it's solely because Phil Noto is doing the drawing. Um, so I was a you know a big time fan of when Phil was doing the Black Widow stuff. Um, I'm interested to see if this looks has that same sort of feel. If the story is good enough for me to to pick up and just you know enjoy looking at and being able to follow along, and and the fact that it's you know the the end of Soul sort of on this run of what he's got going on at Marvel and whatever he's got planned next. So I could potentially be interested in this and I just want to throw it out there. Well, I mean, the phone that thing to me is, I guess, good enough. God, he's so awesome. He's great. I love that Black Widow. That was a big-time underrated book. What has Nathan Edmondson been doing? I don't know. He's not been writing Black Widow. <laughs> that's, I, that's what I know. Uh, that's what I. That's what I know. All right. Yeah, well, I, but I think I think also like he's a he's a victim of being on our show. Uh, You're out of here. Uh, some people have taken off since being on our show. Donnie Cates. Ooh, the big time man. So, but the but the rest though, who's we had? Uh, Joe Eisma, Donnie Cates. John Arcudi, Elliot Rahal, um, like the, most the Great them. Divide team. So, yeah, I mean, I think most of them <laughs> kind of knew where. All right, whatever. Uh, Marvel's Kevin Feige confirmed to oversee Disney's X-Men, X-Men films. I mean, was Which, there any doubt? Like, what is... No, yeah, well, that's the whole point. Everyone was like, yes, of course, next. I mean, that, that makes complete sense. Even though I think that there is no way that the X-Men you know, universe as we know it is going to comfortably fit into the MCU, but you know, including the storylines, the actors, it, it, it's all gone. It, but it, they had a good ride. Yeah, but it's so, nice that Kevin Feige is going to figure out how we're going to make this work within the confines of what we've been working on for you know ten, yeah. fifteen years. 
So the complete acquisition is expected to be finalized by summer 2019. Um, CEO Bob Iger said, Kevin's got a lot of ideas. When asked if the acquisition meant Deadpool would join the Avengers, I'm not suggesting that's one of them, but who knows? <laughs> uh, please not. And, yes. And, you know, I've got a sense that in somehow, some way, we're going to see the Avengers versus X-Men movie. It's going to no, happen. Yeah, I, I think that you and I will both be much older than this when that happens. Yeah, but I think we're going to see it at some point in our it'll be with new young buck actors we will be on our rocking chairs with honor palmers enjoying retirement there's no way i yeah. hope you're right i hope you're right well i mean, I mean i'll settle for an animated film all right well all right fine, fine, fine. I, I, I hate to be i hate to be an asshole i'm just saying it's just no way all right well either way um, Rob Liefeld says Marvel increased X-Men budget since Disney Fox deal approved has huge X-Men project coming. Okay. So Rob Liefeld has been involved with Marvel from way back when he was one of the original founders of image. I'm sure you know this. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it, it, X-Force was his thing. Uh, young blood was his thing. Multiple other projects. So I think it's interesting and obvious that he says that, you know, now that they're back in the, you know, MCU fold Marvel's like, let's turn off the gas on these guys. <laughs> yeah, like we magically so, stopped making fantastic four books and down right yes right 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 so i mean i I like that i've never been a huge fan of his to be perfectly honest he's he's just not my favorite creator of of comic times but he's also i I have a soft spot because i was you know in sixth grade when he was doing his thing so we'll see what he's got we'll see and also i also way to blow up your employer spot Um, now this was sort of the bigger, uh, somewhat bigger news that came out since last week, which and is why we left it, which way we made it last. Yeah, so, out. you know, we've talked many times about all the streaming services. Uh, I just downloaded the DC universe app, um, on my streaming devices recently. I haven't, I haven't opened it or started anything yet, but we, we know that Disney has their own coming out. We talked about some of the movie rights, leaving Netflix, going strictly into the Disney app, which, you know, could potentially make you want to pony up some dollars for another, get another stream channel and then the the news drops that avengers loki and scarlet witch set for tv series straight to disney streaming service that would be tied to the mcu obviously and uh this is a easy way for them to make lots of money of yeah people to subscribe and what a great yes. idea too yeah it's great and the original actors are involved which you know that that was, I was like better i was like a friend of mine sent me this text overnight when i got this i was like no way and they were like, way. Uh, I would be not on board, but for the actors are on board. Yeah. Shit. This is like, this was some of the best. So for people that love the MCU and enjoy it all so much like we do, this is such great. This is such great news to see that day when it came out. For one, you know, they can only make so many movies a year. And it seems like they've settled at like the two to three range. <clears throat> uh, there's a lot of stories to tell. A lot of characters that you know, could do an entire, their own movie. Um, but but most likely not, um, a lot of stories that they could break out and tell over a certain time frame, cover different time frames. You don't see in the movies and something like this, like these are two characters that are great to pull out. Um, Yeah. I wish that, you know, vision were involved. Like uh, how awesome would a Scarlet Witch vision television series be like, maybe it'll surprise you do something like the, the, you know, vision gets messed up from, uh, what's his face, Thanos. And then he decides to move to DC and just like, Start, start a family like the book that we just read turn that into a series like i mean there's so many awesome things they could do with this and having these names attached to it already ready to go um 
you know, just start pulling characters out of these movies and let's go. Like, this I, is like, I like it. the complete I opposite do. of, of DC Warner Brothers. Like, Marvel's like, we got a cash cow here. These people are going to be involved. Let them have some creative freedom. Done. Like, this is going to be, you know, I don't want to hype it up oh. too much without knowing anything else, but I have a feeling it's going to be pretty awesome. I'm with you. And where can I pre-order? I mean, look, I, I, I texted you this when it first dropped. Like, well, going to be ordering the Disney service now. <laughs> Damn it! Luckily, <laughs> luckily for me, um, I've got a, a baby coming next year, so hopefully they'll also have like all the old like Disney kids movies and stuff. So I'll get double the benefit out of paying for this. But uh, yeah, either way, I would have paid for it either way. Well, you know, I think Alana or Little Tarot deserves that. <laughs> <laughs> I want all that guy. By the way, let's go back. Let's go back. I'm going to rewind the show. Okay. I, I've come back to what I would call Chelsea Kane's new book, Main Eaters, starring women in heat, cat like. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Super pussies. <laughs> <laughs> Oh Lord! That's what you no, were man. holding. You were holding in this whole time. Uh, that was good. I think. I think on the, with the right amount of like irony and just you know what I'm saying. Nothing. No. Yeah. I mean, and I could see uh, that's probably like I could see her pitching that and then being like, eh, let's turn down the title just a the, little bit. Look at the cover. For yeah. God's sakes. I mean, can I just can I have that? I thought that was great. Tweet her. Thank you. She will engage with you. I'm scared, but okay. <laughs> right. Well, that was a fun show. <laughs> I thought so too. Uh, you know, so we've got Heroes in Crisis number one and Man Eaters number one for next week. Uh, I'm sure lots of news. Wait, wait, wait. Ma- Ma- Man Eaters, aka what? Uh, Super Pussy. There you go. For next week. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so tune in to see what we thought of that. And, uh, you know, go read some books yourselves, people. I've been reading too many comics.